Your stories don't define you. How you tell them will. Hi, I'm Sarah Elkins, your host and chief storymaker of Elkins Consulting. Many of my clients reach out to me because they're in transition. Their children are hitting milestone ages. They want more from their work. They're hitting a big number birthday. And they want to develop clarity about their natural strengths, what their next adventure might look like. In this series, you'll hear me ask my guests questions to dig deeply into the stories that shaped their lives, stories that uncover patterns and may unveil insights into dissatisfaction and also where their strengths lie and where they found and continue to find joy. This podcast's intention is to have listeners think of their own related stories and how they tell them, discovering the internal messages that are limiting their success and discovering how to shift their stories so they become positive life lessons to move them forward. If you're curious about what it would be like to work with me, visit elkinsconsulting.com and schedule a one-time 90-minute StrengthsFinder session. Eventually, I'll speak on a TEDx stage, and this will be my title, Authenticity is Overrated. The subtitle is Choose Your Identity and Grow Into It. You have to know this isn't really about authenticity not being a value, right? The point here is that authenticity isn't a static, fixed thing. We grow, we transform, we collect people and information throughout our lives that influence our identity, sometimes dramatically, sometimes in more subtle ways. It seems that lately the authenticity police are making the case for us to choose a fixed, authentic self or face authenticity shaming. That phrase comes courtesy of my friend, Mark Bowden. But what if you're an asshole? Sure, you can say, well, that's my authentic self, and if you don't like it, that's your problem. But how is that working for you? Are you satisfied with your relationships? Are you happy? If yes, by all means, stay the course, as long as you understand the consequences of that decision. Of course, that makes it trickier to blame others for your damaged and unhealthy relationships. But if you're not okay with your relationships, can you change? Can you not be an asshole as your authentic self? I'm not outdoorsy. I'm a city girl. These are statements I believed about myself. I don't know where they came from. Maybe it's what I wanted to know of myself in my late teens and early 20s. People who really knew me might have known better. The point is that these are labels I gave myself, labels I believed to be true, labels I believed were opposites. They couldn't exist together. When I moved from Washington, D.C. to Montana, I started spending a lot more of my time outside. There's so much to do right outside my door, hiking, kayaking, skiing, fishing. And because of the short, warm weather season, I soaked up as much as I possibly could when it was warm out, and then I would dread the winter. Spending so much time outdoors and then having to go to a gym in the colder months seemed so depressing. We adopted Toblerone, Toby, a few years ago, and he's a winter weather chocolate lab mix who requires long-ish walks to do his business. We brought him home in March, and by late October, I realized I was going to have to change my mindset about spending time outside in the winter. As it got colder and more slippery for our walks, 
I started buying gear to make it less uncomfortable to be out there. A good coat, a cute and very warm hat, micro spikes to put on my boots, and boom, winter became my favorite hiking season. Suddenly, I saw myself as, well, outdoorsy. Honestly, pretty hardcore outdoorsy, considering the temperatures I'd expose myself to for the sake of walking my dog. My sister and close friends would say I was always outdoorsy. I always preferred to spend more time outside than in. But one look at my Montana girlfriends who go backcountry camping by themselves, mountain biking on crazy terrain, and ski as many days as they can possibly get when the snow flies, by comparison, I just couldn't give myself that label. Here's the thing about authenticity. If you have a rigid, unchanging idea of what authenticity looks like for you, you leave no room for personal growth and transformation. And here's another thing about it. You get to choose your labels, the ones that are in alignment with how you see yourself. And as an aspirational identity for your future, how you want to see yourself. I'm outdoorsy. See how easy that was? I'm outdoorsy. Now I must consistently put the work into this label so I can grow into it and embrace it fully. What labels do you want for yourself, for your future? What steps will you take to slowly, consistently grow into those labels? Thank you for listening to the Your Stories Don't Define You podcast. In 2013, I was in a job that was a bad fit with a boss who was manipulative, controlling, and cruel. I thought I was hiding my frustration and sadness from my family and closest friends, but I should have known. Most days when I'd get home from work, my husband would ask, is it a martini or scotch kind of night? That's when I did something that surprised me, something that was really hard and out of my comfort zone. I asked for help. You're not hiding your dissatisfaction, friend. It's time to stop pretending you're okay and reach out for help. If you're seeking clarity about your professional life and career and you aren't sure what questions to ask, there are resources available to you and they don't have to be a huge financial investment. It'll take time and you'll have to ask yourself hard questions about your priorities, how you spend your time, and what success and satisfaction look like to you right now. You'll have to step out of your comfort zone and take small steps that can be challenging. If you're ready to start exploring your options, my recently launched Discovering Clarity course is now available for just $149. It's a five-part menu with exercises after each part to help you develop some clarity around what you want next. Register with friends to keep each other accountable. Message me for a discount code for multiple registrations. Visit elkinsconsulting.com forward slash discovering hyphen clarity. As my friend Trent said this to me a few years ago, hope is not a strategy. Instead of, I hope next year is better, say, next year will be better, and then take steps to make it better. In my work, I call it planting seeds. Every day that my motivation drops, I ask myself which seeds I can plant right this minute to improve my future. 
I make myself choose two seeds, one for future income and one for health of an important relationship. And it's really amazing how much can change by simply taking small steps. But nothing changes if you say, I hope 2022 will be better than 2021, and then do nothing to make that happen. What seeds will you plant today? Are you ready to start your story portfolio so you have the right story ready to share when the opportunity presents itself? When you're ready to get started, my book, Your Stories Don't Define You, How You Tell Them Will, is available in all the regular places, and the audiobook version is available on Google Play and on my website, elkinsconsulting.com. As a special bonus for listeners, the audiobook includes two songs recorded by my band, Spare Change, in my living room in Montana. Also on my website is a free podcast interview checklist. It's available to download to make sure you make the most out of your next podcast interview. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to rate the podcast and leave a review. And let me know that you've done it so I can thank you properly. Thank you.